Welcome, welcome to another podcast. I hope that the sound quality and the video quality on this one's better. I apologize to everybody for last podcast. Um, working on it. Um, so this podcast is a little bit about how the people around you affect your morale, like at work and um, like when you're goals, well not goal setting, but when you're yeah, we might end up Goal there. setting as an adult, as a kid, how it affects your life. Yeah. I mm. had a thought today, actually. Go for I it. was, like, cleaning stables, and I was like, you know what? Olympians. Like, I've met so many of them. Or even, like, the top professionals that are doing the round show jumping or whatever. And their parents are the ones that are like, oh, my mom's coming to drive the truck, and she's going to, like, pick it up. Like, they're... It's like dance moms, there's like horse moms, it's like a community, and it just got me thinking, is that why they got to the top of their game? This is not because they're good, but because they had the support they needed to be good. I love how this last time it was the gear that made them the best. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, we need to, we're, we're, we need to, come, uh, it's like an onion. Yeah, you gotta peel that onion. Yeah. Um... Like, I, I don't know, I would say that the support of the people around you can be very helpful, but it can also be really detrimental. Like, you can feel that pressure of needing to perform, or you can have people around you who are really um, supportive unconditionally. Mm. Um, I guess a lot of people blow out, like younger people, you know, they get that, that they go through all the competing and everything and the parents like push 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 and then they get to like 18 and boys become more important and they're yeah. like yeah you know what this isn't fun anymore all my weekends are out like I yeah. want a life yeah but how many people do you know that are at the top of their game that did it completely on their own I I don't think that anybody on the top of their game that did it on their own would publicize that necessarily because like as somebody I I wouldn't say that my family's not supportive I think that my mom supports me in every way that she can but also she's terrified of of me working with horses as a whole because mm -hmm. they're dangerous and um, and and so I think that the support of your family doesn't necessarily like I would I wouldn't post that my mom was not there you know, no. like, but do you think that like if she was and she was like on the phone and organizing your lessons and picking your horse up and taking it here and taking it there, do you think you would be potentially at a different stage? I think I probably would have killed her by now. <laughs> I love <laughs> you. Wasn't mom. a I question. Love you. I love you. Um, but I mean, my mom and I have a really unique. Um, I guess everybody has a unique mm. relationship with their parents, but but my mom and I have a really unique relationship um in the sense that she gave me a lot of opportunities to be my own person and in that the opportunities of being my own person she didn't force me into any role mm. so i was able to you know try violin or try swimming or try anything like that did you try violin yeah i did yeah i go i played violin for a while but i'm not good at it tim's better than me I'm, I'm just going to let the dog out there because she's going to cry about the fact that she's not out there. Um, yeah, so I, I got the opportunity to try a lot of different things. I did, play, I did karate. 
you know, like yeah. I did, I did a lot of different things that my mom thought I would enjoy and, and yeah, horses. Did she, did she like push any of them? No. Never. Never did I feel like I was forced to do anything. No, forced, I, but pushed in a good way. I mean, like I was, I was, I always had to put like a good effort in, mm. but, um, but I was never told that, you know, like, <laughs> like Tim was in a competition with me, not this weekend, just past, but the weekend or a couple weekends before. And he said to me, um, you're either first or you're last. Mm. And I had never heard that in my life. You know, and I was you hear like, it a lot like with dance, because I watch all those dance mom shows and everything, <laughs> you hear it a lot. It's like, if you're not first, it doesn't, like, it's nothing, it doesn't count. Yeah, and that, and I think if my mom said that to me, I, it would really mess me up. Every time, like, even if I, I remember going through times, and it didn't matter what struggle I had, I overcame that struggle, and it was, that was great, next time do this. Right. It was never just a, like even if I won, like I would win the whole comp, but it was like, well that's great, you won, but next time you need to go up a level or do this, or you didn't do this, or that. There was always, and I don't think it came from a bad no, place, no. it was just um, that that's, you know, the kind of people that, um, that that's how they felt was the best way to drive me, but I still sit there and I think I see kids out there all the time, the young ones that are out like top of their game mm -hmm. and their parents are there and they're hardcore I don't think I've ever seen a real gentleman be like oh that's okay try again next time and it just makes me wonder I don't know like I have a lot of students with parents that are really really supportive in the sense that they're really soft and kind and wonderful and those kids end up better riders in my opinion because they are more understanding with their animals Mm. I find that kids that are like hammered, 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 but they're about winning. Yeah, they just hammer, 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 hammer their horse, mm. you know. And and like I have a, a student um, that I love, and she's only ten, and she rides better than some teenagers that I know. And she's only recently started actively riding, like having the ability to kinetically. But her mom rides in such a classical fashion and because the, the the nature of the sport isn't necessarily winning for them it's it's being able to get your horse to perform their best mm. she goes out there and she rides better than tons of people you know and she but she never hammers that horse does she win sometimes yeah but she's 10 yeah you know it just like it just makes me think what's more like I obvious like okay this is gonna come out wrong obviously like uh, the best thing for your horse that's the way to go don't get yeah, me wrong yeah, here yes. I'm just asking a question in general about like what's better to be you know just generally a better rider at home but not winning to make it in this industry you kind of need to win yeah, but I mean, like, I lost big time this weekend. Mm. And I still, like, I had clients come up to me and go, awesome, like, you went to a big event, and, like, that was really awesome. And just, like, just amazed at the fact that I would go out there and spend two days and camp and, you know, be with all of the top ponies that there are in, you know, Victoria. Mm. And even though three out of four tests I retired 
Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I retired. I got, I got eight movements through one. <laughs> and I was like, and we're cantry, thank you, we're done. And this is a gallop, we're out of here, thank you, <laughs> bye-bye. Thanks for having me, I'm, I'm gonna move on. You know, because my horse was Why just so... Why wouldn't you complete that test? Because I had zero control. So... And also, I do not want to compromise my training. So you wouldn't bring it back and use it as training? Like, I don't know what, what the... Like, I don't compete a lot of people, so... Yeah. Like, I don't know to what stage... You, if you have a time limit to when you're allowed before they're booting you out... Like, if you say, okay, this canter isn't working, let me try the transition again, bring it back. Like, you've obviously retired, but you're just using it. No, you can't. If, you, if you retire, you retire, you're out. Okay. And you, if I do three errors of course, I'm out. Right. So if I repeat a circle, that's an error of course. Yeah, yeah. So I have to do a lengthened canter down the long side, and I can't bring it back on that corner. I can't make a circle. I've got to continue the movement, which is across the diagonal. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going down a short side real fast. <laughs> And now I'm going across the diagonal real fast. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, I need to trot an X and that's not going to happen. <laughs> I made it all the way to F and I was like, okay, we're just going to stop. <laughs> and I just pulled it back and said, you know what? And I tried. And the first judge, my first test that I retired, the judge said, are you sure you don't want to try again? And I was like, did you see what I just did? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was nice of them. Yeah, us. absolutely. Like, do you want to start where you were? Yeah. The next judge, or the next test, the judge said, I think you made the right choice. Try again tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> and then the third time I retired, the judge said, do you know where you're going? <laughs> <laughs> and I had Tim calling the test to me. Oh. <laughs> so, yes, I do know Wait, where I'm going. is that allowed? Yeah. I thought that was like only a Paralympic thing. No, no, you can call a test no matter where you are. Okay, except except if like you're at states, level. states and nationals, you can't. Wow. But like, like you can get your test called all the way up to, I don't know. That's I don't think so good do because I don't have a memory. Yeah, that's great. I'll help you. I'll call for you, you call for me. Oh, no, we're doing the same grade. That's yeah, that, that's fine. Someone can hold my horse and like, I'll, I'll read your test and, or, mm, okay. <laughs> well... Yeah, neither, not, like, needless to say, going back to uh, how the people affect you, the uh, people around you affect your morale, mm. it really hit me home when Tim was there and I did my last, my fourth test. And I rode that test and I swear, Tim thought he was at Flemington Racecourse when I came length and stride past him. Rocks were flying at him. You know, he, I was going places. Yeah. But I held on for dear life and really just tried to pull that test together just to complete one. And then when I halted and saluted at the end, my biggest fan was just like, yes! <laughs> See, and that's amazing. Like, but I mean, I didn't win. I didn't place. I didn't, I just completed a test. Mm. Tim, Tim's never going to have having that support must keep you going. Oh, yeah. Like, and I kind of feel like I'm at a stage in my life where I'm knocking books off the shelf <laughs> and um, also where I don't really feel like I would have that. Like I'm so desperate to get out there and compete and everything, but I'm very much a validation person. Like mm -hmm. I need the validation, I, w whether it's like I'm competitive, like I want to be the best. If I'm not, then I sucked, you know, but 
having that and even having conversations with people that don't really understand horses, if they're saying to me, oh, that's good, like I'll tell them some scary experience I had and they'll be like, oh, wow, that sounds bad. Yeah. But I don't get anything out of that because I know they don't connect with it. Yeah. And so that's why it makes it hard. I could have someone say, oh, I'll come to an event, but they won't know if I wrote a good test. They won't yeah. know. And so I kind of feel like that doesn't drive me. But if Tim, I thrive Tim, off that. Yeah, Tim didn't know. Tim had no idea until he started going out mm. with me repeatedly over and over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Calling a test, knowing what looks good, hearing other people around go, oh, that's good, oh, that's bad, like watching warm-ups. Tim's our husband, by the way, for anyone that hasn't caught up. Yeah, um, okay, if you didn't have Tim at all and you were going alone to these things, how do you think you would feel? So if I was going alone to these types of events, I think it would be a totally different game ballgame. Firstly, I think my anxiety would be 900 Mm -hmm. because I would have to drive there by myself and f just tr floating horses traveling horses in any fashion just stresses me right that right out um and Tim does a lot of that he like I don't ever have to drive a float which is great um and getting horses out of the float and just Tim being around and being able to hold he can bridle he can saddle like he can tie which is so up. cool yeah why well, he can He's better at bridling than he is at sat, like putting the saddle and stuff on. He's okay at that, but because he did so much harness work, oh, so he cool. can put he can put a pair's harness on, hook them up to a carriage, and I wouldn't even check it. That's so cool. Like he's really good. See, and that's the thing. Like, why did did he do that out of his own interest or because of you? Because of me. See, and that is what I'm after. That is what I'm saying. These people care about you so much that they care, and I think that's where the validation comes from for me. Yeah. It's like, if they're not there, they don't care. Right, okay, I see that. Yeah. So I'm just wondering how far you can get in this industry without that. Well, we, you just find other people in the industry to be able to be your support system. I think if hire a friend. Hire a friend. What's that? What's that? Hire, hire a hubby. hubby. Yeah. Oh my god. Hire a hubby. Yeah. Or man with a van. Yeah. I wonder what they would say. We should do a call one day. Can you just come? Like with? totally. <laughs> we should actually call them and be like, or an escort service. Yeah, I and just be like Look, I have this horse event. It's really important. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I like wonder. seriously, their reaction. We should totally line that up. Okay, well, we can we can try that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of upcoming events and things like that, where are you thinking about doing that Randall Park event? Which one is that? Randall Park is, I think it's November. What date? Uh, Saturday. They're doing... I know I'm away between the 8th and the 24th. Oh, well, you said you were interested in it. Um... Yeah, the ones you sent me were from... January. Yeah, on Facebook you were interested in that Randall Park event. Oh, I probably didn't look at the date. Oh, you're so cheeky because I was like, oh, I might go to that if you're going to that. Oh, it's an unofficial day, so. I think anything I see that's unofficial now, I'm like, click. I don't even look at the date because then yeah. it pops up on my timeline and I can watch it and like stalk yeah. people. Right. I, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try and do an unofficial. I'm going to try and just do a couple more unofficial days and HRCAD days that are lower pressure for me because I find when I'm doing the EA days, like this comp was the biggest pony comp you can go to all year. Mm. 
And I think that pressure just really made it not as pleasurable of a I think ride. We put, yeah, we put pressure on ourselves too. It's like when you know that you're going in against people that are probably going to wipe the floor with you, you oh, try. Yeah. It's like you almost over try and then you end up like messing things up. It was just so much worse. He was so fast. <laughs> so very fast. And then, and I put those videos up of me in the warm-up. And, you know, we won the warm-up. <laughs> you win a warm-up. Did you see those videos? Man, I have never had that pony so supple in my life. Oh, yeah. So, like, the long and low. You're like, is that the ones you're talking yeah, about? The one, yeah. And he was, like, stretchy. And then, then his trot work was just so over the back. And I was like, who is this? Why are you so wonderful? Whatever. So you think, you think that if you don't have people around that support you, you would have a hard time competing? Well, I think that's why I'm 30 and never go anywhere. Is that why we're friends? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this is going. I might say something that totally doesn't sound right. What do you mean? Let's explain. Well, I mean, like, you and I are friends because when, when we met each other, I was like, Let's go for coffee. But <laughs> honestly, okay. Okay, she's totally like, I'm one of those people that don't talk unless spoken to. And so everyone thinks I'm like a real cow. Apparently I have like resting bitch face. But then when they talk to me, they're like, you know what? She's actually pretty cool. You know what's funny? Mm. A lot of my friends who are probably going to listen to this, you guys better listen to this. Um, a lot of my friends say that. About you? No. That about they, them. About themselves. Yeah, that's that, because you're totally... It's like, I think you go on a hunt. You would be a person that's like, oh, no, nah, they look like they're fine. Let's let's go pick on the sulky person in the corner. Yeah, I love I want to go and, like, let's rev her up. She doesn't look happy. Let's go. And you'd be over there and you'd be like, so... Did you just get dumped? Like, you would just be like straight out. <laughs> and you'd be like, yeah. And you'd be like, don't worry, let's go find someone. Come on, let's go get up. <laughs> like, totally like that. Yeah. Totally like that. And, and like, some of my best friends are quieter people. We're just, they, but they come up with the most wonderful things to say. The, everyone I meet who, like, when I met them the first time, what are you eating over there? Whatever. When I met them the first time, it was a situation where I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know this person at all, and they're not very talkative. <laughs> okay, let's party. <laughs> you know, and that's really how, how a lot of my friendships started. Um, but, yes, our friendship started. I met you. Over um, a turmeric coffee that I'd never seen before in my life. Yeah, you well, invited me to a coffee place, and it was like a golden coffee, and I was like, I had a lot of drinking. Yeah, but everybody else I've met says, do not have them that are gross. And in my head, I'm thinking, I have a friend that really likes this. I do, I love this. <laughs> I love this so much. But I was also off caffeine at that point, so I wasn't drinking any caffeine, that's why I yes. did something. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah, so I just, like, met you. You were friends with my other friends. You went to a birthday party. You said two words to me, maybe. Yeah, we, like, sat, like, two or three people down the table, and then we just exchanged contacts because we realized we had, like, a mutual contact. Mm -hmm. And then we might have chatted or something, and then you were just, like, 
bam. Girl. Cup of coffee with me. I was like, okay. And then, and then I, well, I love to stoke other people's fires. I love it. I love making other people passionate. And it, I'm so into that. And that, maybe that's why it makes me a good instructor. Um, I was, I had a, I was assessed today for part of my EA assessment. Mm. I had an assessment today, and one of the the assessor had said to me two things that were really positive, and I really love positive feedback. Um, that she really loved my enthusiasm, and I was really, um, com my communication skills were really good, which are both very true things of me as a human being. I am enthusiastic, and I have good communication skills. <laughs> I don't think I could say something negative. Like, if I came up with anything negative, you would always be like, well, that's okay, because this would happen instead. Or, like, you always have some way of being able, and I'm like, I just want to be angry for a minute, Red. Be angry with me. Oh, and you're like, yeah. and you're like, no, but don't you see how that'll work out? Because it's actually really good, because... <laughs> you have to tell me if you want to be angry. Because I'm really bad. One of my closest friends, sometimes she just wants to be angry about something, and I don't get it right away. No, look, I, no, that's a lie. No one, I don't know, I don't want to be angry. Sometimes. I just, you are to. angry, and sometimes when people just, it, it is invalidating, because it's like, <laughs> It's like someone's telling you that it's it's not bad and you feel like the world's ending and they're like, no, it's fine. Like, you know, and then you're like, validate. But my heart is breaking. <laughs> and so and you're like, no, nah, no, nah, it's fine. So I ask this particular friend, I ask her now, I'm like, do you want me to, to side with you for a minute? And she goes, yes, please. And I'm like, that was terrible. <laughs> you're bad people. That would work for me. 